Hey, what's up? What's up, everybody? This is Jeff from BKJ Mag TV, and this is the BKJ Mag Podcast Experience coming to you live from Brooklyn, New York. Um, tonight, we're going to be talking about this. Um, well, it's not new. It's actually been out since 2017, but it just emerged on Peacock. Uh, probably a lot of people have seen this already. Um, it's called The Defiant Ones. And basically, the documentary is about the relationship between Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine. Two of music's biggest icons coming together and forming the biggest relationship in terms of music and the beats um, uh, manufacturing and sales to the general public. So the documentary is, is smooth when you watch it. It has a lot of impact punch. Uh, it talks about both lives and how they both started mm. in life. Um, basically, Dr. Dre growing up in Compton, having the, having the ears for music when he was a kid. And Jimmy Iovine growing up in an Italian neighborhood in Brooklyn. And basically not knowing what he wanted to do until that moment where he he was put in a music situation with Bruce Springsteen and that that moment he knew that this was going to be his career this is, was going this this was going this moment was going to take him to the next level in life and he was there for the ride you know he helped he helped engineer Bruce Springsteen's first album um the Beatles John Lennon I it was just an, just a man, just the idea, and he was able to uh, just the idea of working with those two artists at that time period was just fascinating, and he was able to take that and basically gravitate to Bon Jovi and many famous acts along the way in the seventies, the eighties, and the nineties, and with Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre wanting to get into the music business, didn't know how to. Then talked about meeting Easy E, forming Ruthless Records, and then uh, trying to work their way up. And uh, then the breakup with Easy E and Ruthless Records, and um, him teaming up with Shook Knight, uh, and then coming together. And then Jimmy Ivey saying that I'm going to settle the the, the the contract through the disputes, and he did what he did. And basically created Death Row Records and um, the music that was being produced in for Compton for basically giving the West Coast a new sound for hip hop because you know Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg appears in the documentary. They talked about all the rap music was coming out of the East Coast, and slowly they said they wanted to do something different about it and. They came up with the sounds coming out of the, coming out of the West Coast. You know, started off with the group NWA. If anybody knows what that means, is niggas with attitude. Um, yes, it's a very inter- it's intimidating name, but at the same time, it's with attitude. The attitude, like they're not going to take the junk no more of society, and they were going to say something about it. That's the attitude. That's where it was coming from. So when you look at the uh, when you look at the documentary, you'll 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 be fascinated about the depths that it, it that it 
it uncovers about the legacy of Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine and how they were responsible for uh, creating acts like, uh, how can I say, Eminem, 50 Cents. Um, it was this, it's this group uh, with the Nine Inch Nails. Uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head right now. Uh, Marilyn Manson. Yes, Marilyn Manson. Man, that dude was woke. And but Jimmy Ivey believed in him, so and he made a lot of money. Gwen Stefani, uh, he partnered with uh, Jim Justin Timberlake, Timberland, uh, with so many, so many, so many Pharrell, just so many different producers and artists. He, um, Black IP, Nelly, and he was just teaming up with them alongside with Dr. Dre and just forming this powerhouse at Interscope Records and basically transitioning this this new era of music, collaborative music, pop music, blending with hip hop and R&B. Uh, and they talked about the um, Napster revolution that was sucking money from the music industry and how they were able to shut that down and then transition into streaming. And now streaming is the next big thing in music now. And that's what they got to creating the Beats headphones. Because, you know, Dre would always, in the documentary, to talk about Dre always saying no to everything. He said no to a lot of things. He's either saying he either said no or hell no. And what Dr. Dre, what, when they were able to convince him to do Beats, Jimmy Iovine was able to convince him to do this, these new headphones. They called it Beats. And then they're in their house and say, like, okay, we're going to do this. This is what we're going to do. And they did it. They tested out hundreds of headphones. Dr. Dre was able to put his own mark. You know. Yeah. Sorry about that noise outside. It's kind of crazy right now. But yeah. Um, but yeah, that's 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 the cause. That's the idea of it. You know, that's a, that's what you you know, he was testing out all these things to the point where he was able to design these perfect headphones with Jimmy Iovine and many others. And they were able to get it into the ears of athletes, uh, sports agents, music artists, executives, taking pictures of them while with the headphones on. And, you know, he, he made threats that, hey, you don't wear these headphones, I'm cutting off half your budget. And he said, okay, I'll wear the, head, I'll wear the headphones, and then the headphones end up being the really good thing to wear. You know, maybe he was joking about that part, but either way, you know, Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine really just rising to the occasion and just making sure that Beats was in a place where, you know, it was soon to be um, acquired by Apple. Apple initially offered $3.3 billion, but, you know, Dr. Dre couldn't keep his mouth quiet, and he went and told Tyree, Reese Gibson, about it, and Tyree decided to do a Facebook Live, and he started dancing, he was drinking, celebrating, and it was supposed to be private, and, you know, the Jimmy Iovine was scared shitless, and but they were able to still get the deal done. Minus 0.3 billion, and they were able to get it done for three billion dollars, and the deal was done. And uh, Dr. Dre was able to build a new campus in Southern California, and he he donated 10 million dollars 
for a Compton High School Performing Arts Center and the redevelopment of Compton High School in Compton. Basically, the reason he did that was because he wanted to reimagine um, and create a new sense of new feel for Compton, trying to create his new identity for Compton. And that's him. He's from Compton. So he wanted to just give it a fresh air, a fresh take for the future for many generations coming up, basically giving them an opportunity to be better, to be better for themselves in the near future like he did when he became a billionaire. He was from a kid from Compton and he transformed himself into a billionaire from Compton. Jimmy Ivey, a kid from Brooklyn, an Italian neighborhood, turned himself into a billionaire from Brooklyn. So, you know, we out here in Brooklyn representing Brooklyn and Compton you know you know how we do that's the connection right there so check out this documentary the defiant ones you will definitely see how these artists were discovered how how they were able to put their 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 mark on the music industry and the electronic and media industry you know they'll never stop working and that's a testament to their geniuses they're individual geniuses. So definitely check out the Defiant Ones because I did. It's a five episode series. It's really good. I think you would really, really enjoy it. So please tune in. It's on Peacock. Um, take a chance to listen to it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the BKJ Mag TV podcast experience. Peace, love, always one. Thank you for listening.